Useless, prevent this, never coming back like I'm relentless. I wanna prevent this, never make a hit list. Now it's at the top of the star like it's Christmas. You know, you forget this, you never gotta exhibit it. Limitless, never gotta inhibit it. Never go to back like I never prohibit. Never gotta go like I'm always loud, never rapping timid as I forget it. Stay with it like a steady stream, and I'm rapping Lyric Bird like I'm rapping the dream. Like Hakeem, like a Wajalon. I stay on, I drop a bond like I change it, then I'm gone, I disappear. Reappear, never come back Never stick me in history one time Like you're rapping like a thumbtack I get my thumb back, then I be gone I wanna stay, I'm proving right So you always so wrong I be taking it, faking it Real Samir, I be rapping to be fake Cause I'm oh so real, yes Alright I hope y'all like that Woo! So no break and we will be right back <laughs> We're here <laughs> And yes, we are actually here with a lot of good news. A lot of good news. Indeed. It is. It has not been a bad day, has it, Rizzy? It has been a really, really good day. And that is the first. Let y'all know that our first prediction we made about the population of the world that is on lockdown, you know, from the dates of 4 4 20 to 4 10 20 were congruent with our prediction. They were. So. Just to, uh, you know, take it back for y'all, we did call, um, what was the release date of that episode? That was 4-5. Four 4-5, five. Four five. okay, so on 4-5, um, we released and said that uh, on April 4th, the number of people on lockdown, right, globally, was going to be less than the number of people globally on lockdown on April 10th. Um, now that it's April 13th, we pulled up some some articles, and those links will be in the description at the end of the podcast if y'all want to go and stat check. I actually, you know, would really appreciate it because um, one of the articles we used did have some data that was open to interpretation and could use some more specification. So, like, if you guys find out that, you know, the numbers are different than what we got, please Give that to us, post it in the comments, send it to us, like give us that data because we will actually re-upload um, at the next available opportunity and put that new data into our podcast. So please, again, if you guys find new data relevant to our predictions that shows we were right or wrong, please send that to us. Okay, with that said, the data that we collected showed that there were 60.335 million more people in lockdown on April 10th than there were on April 4th. And we collected this uh, at, at, on April 10th at 11.59 p.m. That's when we stopped counting any new countries. So Right. And so just to summarize what happened, there was a, obviously a long list of countries on lockdown on April 4th. We uh, typed out that whole list. And then we searched for um, new countries that went into lockdown. Turkey went into lockdown. What was it on? April 10th. On April 10th. Um, literally on that day, they released their announcement they were going into lockdown. That's 82 million people. Um, Wuhan was lifted on... What? It was the 6th. The 6th. And then on the 9th, we had the Czech Republic lift there. Right. So Wuhan's about 11 point something, 02, I think, a million people. And the Czech Republic's a little over 10, 10 million. And then, people. but in Turkey ended up being, has a population of 80, roughly right around 80 to 82 million. So it evened out at about 60. That's how they got our number. Right. And uh, 
So we were right on our first prediction, which is great because that was actually the very first prediction my boy Terry made. <laughs> and, and along with pr- mostly right predictions, or at least on the right track, yeah, the prediction I made about the, the prediction I made about Jamaica's tourism, upon doing a lot more research, actually appears to be right. And that I predicted, you know, for each week of April and for the whole month as an entirety, that the tourism rate would go down, and that is actually aligning with the tourism. Decline that had been occurring from 2019 as a whole to uh, 2020. And that was done from January to January, and that showed a stark decrease. And now with coronavirus, it's looking like... 58,000 people um, yeah. in just one month, less. And we're thinking, hopefully, you know, when the da- stats come out at the end of this month, which will be at the end of April, that, you know, because of coronavirus, it'll be congruent. And I'll have gotten my first prediction right. So... It's, it's we'll put that link in the description as well. Yes. I, was just, <laughs> I just put that in there, so, yes, uh, so. We'll, we'll have that up. So, yeah, so it's looking like we're doing good on the predictions that we could quantify for now. And as we keep you know, looking at new ones and what information comes you know, prevalent to our other ones, we'll keep you all posted. But, you know, enough with the old, in with the new. So Excellent. Time for uh, Texas, right? Yes, and that's what we're going to say. Time to hone in on kind of where we're at now. So Easter was yesterday, and the first big event that kind of happened on Easter, which went relatively under the radar, was well-known, very, very well-known quarterback, Tavaris Jackson, who had just retired in 2016 after you know leading the Seattle Seahawks to a Super Bowl and having Adrian Peterson have the best season of all time for a running back under his command. He died yesterday night in a car crash. And for this, I felt was very underpublished. And along with being underpublished... Personally, just I mean, I didn't see anything. No. You told me that was the first I heard of it. And I didn't see much on ESPN. And I had thought, well, you know, he passed away. Well, what's the significance? And I was like, the significance is in... He died in a car crash and not from coronavirus, COVID. Right. And I've noticed that his deaths, along with a lot of other deaths and, you know, new precedents that have been set, have kind of gone null and void to the, you know, being overwhelmed by the noise of coronavirus. And, null and void. And that, like, you know, some of these unprecedented circumstances were under, such as yesterday, Easter, being the first Easter that, you know, there was no big services. Well, I mean, no services. Right? None. Yeah, like, I mean, that's not. Well, there was allowed. I mean, there were some drive. There was, there were some drive-in services, however. Right. That per, but but full. The, no, there was no full. Congregations were not present. Yes, anyway. and tradition was not there. That had been there forever. Right. And the gathering, and so just from a Christian perspective, the gathering of believers. Right was absent, and absent. I think what at I was, least physically right, and that that ties in right to my null and void comment, and that uh-huh. these circumstances are just getting silenced by the overwhelming devastation of coronavirus, and but that silence not in that they're not present at all, right? But they're just de- devalued a little bit. Well, sure, in the news, in right? the news, in the yes, then that's yeah. yeah. And the gen- general media, that the general population's eating up, it is At very... from our perspective. <laughs> from what our research, it's, you know, t- the, that Easter services were kind of glossed over, and then Tavris Jackson's death was also kind of glossed over, and other sm- 
small microchasms that normally would be front page media are just not, not nothing. Right, they're not there. And this is that's what's unprecedented to me is right. that you know there's an absence of media, and I'm gonna go ahead and make my first prediction along with this with uh-huh. the unprecedented nature, and we're gonna get these kind of you know bigger predictions out of the way, to, and then we're gonna get to the meat of our you know the meat of our podcast, which will be Abbott's policies. Yes, but. And, you know, regards to Easter and all that, I'm going to say it won't be unprecedented that another major death, non-COVID death, happens on the day of April 16th. April 16th. And the coverage is minimal. Being that... Um, um, So think about it. I'm thinking, like, what... In terms of the news cycle, you know what I mean? Like, yes. you're saying like one news cycle, like I a 24 hour news cycle. And then I'm going to say less than two mentions on a major news cycle. Less than two major news publications Since. run front page articles, issues regarding this death in a 24-hour news cycle yes and the death doesn't have to, and i'm gonna make this prediction a little more viable and uh-huh. say i'm gonna say the death doesn't have to be prominent is that i i think it's mm. well so prominence is a difficult thing to measure right but like yes in general we all kind of understand there are people that like you know, are yes. known, and then there's people who so are So, let's known. actually, a good way, <laughs> I have a great, hey, I have a great way to quantify this, and uh-huh. I hope y'all can see live time how we're doing these predictions. Right. I'm going to say an B-list celebrity. Right. And you can quantify B-list celebrities by their earnings, right. by their stature, and their actual, st- you can go online and right. look up what quantifies. It's well, like it's, tiers, but right? it's, but it's, comp- Completely verified. Like TMZ uh-huh. releases each year lists of A tier, oh. B tier, C tier, and D tier celebrities. I always thought that that was just like... No, that's real. They can actually <laughs> quantify that. It's done by Hollywood. So there. Here we go. I was today years old when I learned. <laughs> so, y'all, I think this is going to show that, like, in unprecedented times, there's still, you know, precedence. So, uh... Yeah, absolutely. So, we will say... <laughs> I'll give this a B-list... Celebrity. Uh-huh. We're writing this down on a notepad, so yes. that's, if you guys hear the writing. Most definitely. And along with this, what what do you think, Terry? What what unprecedented event do you think will be kind of devalued in the next something that would normally be shocking that Okay, so I, you know, I've been thinking about this, right? Yes. And, and what I'd like to do is I'd like to actually turn it back on you in just a second, ask you yes. a question. Because my mind is torn. Um, I think it it is unprecedented already that services were suspended so voluntarily and so en masse um, based on how little information was known. I mean, no company, you know, that's seen, at least based on what I've seen, no company knows about COVID. There's not like, you know this upper echelon of society that has some information about covid you know like it's it's nobody knows about covid on except for you know as the research came out as the research came out we learned about covid and as the research came out you know and is coming out we're we're 
you know, responding. And the idea that, that the, the closure of physical services would be met with so little resistance um, from constitutional protection groups, from groups supporting, you know, free speech and free religion. And I mean, the universal interest that Americans have in protecting those rights, the idea that, that it could be suspended so quickly and so easily, I think is a testament to the willingness of the people to work with the government, not against it. That despite people's lowest trust ratings in Congress, they're still willing to work with them on an issue like an epidemic or a pandemic. And that's, yes. that's I think, why my prediction would be that, um, that this suspension of the services will continue for at least another month. I like um, that. That's a good one. And that's what I'm going to say. At least another month, 31 days, you know. Suspension of 30, 31 of churches. Days. I'll say 30, 31. Give me a range because months are, you know, usually. I'll just say, let's just say a month. A month. For another month. <laughs> and we'll, we'll date it between May, let's say May 14th and May right. 16th. Right. I agree. That's a That's a great range. And... With that, I believe I'm going to do one more small unprecedented prediction, yeah. and then I want to get to the policies, Perfect. definitely. And my last small little prediction, and this is just going to be more, it, it could be conceivable, but it'd be unprecedented if it actually happened. And then I'm going to announce, and this is going to go against my other prediction, and that is okay with me. Mm -hmm. And because... In the in an arbitrary uh, context of how sports change and how money is involved, I had it that in my old prediction that all sports leagues get canceled by the end of April. Right. Now that one is already wrong because the NBA announced they wouldn't make a decision until May, along with MLB okay. announcing they won't have final decisions. So okay. I'm going to revise it and uh -huh. that. It is announced that the NFL season's start date is moved before the end of April. Okay. And that's before the end of April. Yes. Wow. Okay. And this is going to be my kind of The start date is before April? No. The end of April is released before the end of yes, April. Yes, the start date, the start so the NFL normally starts on 9/8/2020. That's the date right. they have right now. Right. My prediction is that before the end of April, they will say 9-8-2020 is getting moved to a future date. Excellent. That's, that re date, that's real good. And that date won't good. be announced. They won't specify the date, but they will say, hey, that it's not going to start on time. Excellent. Because I believe they want fans in other stadiums. And I think yeah. they realize if they move it from September to November and just back a little bit, they can then have fans in the stadiums. Yeah. I, I agree. I think you're right. And I think that, you know, it's one of those interesting things. So this is a, another reason, I guess, why I think you're right is, you know, unlike church services where, you know, believers don't have to be in a building. I mean, at least for me as being raised in a church, that was always like a part of what we were taught is like, it's not the building, it's the people. And so, you know, for example, my church service, um, I got to watch my pastor on the internet on Easter Sunday. And that you know, was something that I shared with my family and shared with, you know, a, a lot of those of my faith who, you know, have been able to engage and participate in that fellowship despite not being able to be physically present with each other. 
And, and I, sports is just not that way. <laughs> no, sports is just, it's not the same. No, not at all. And I think, too, like, there's so much more money invested in, like, football and football's programs right. compared to other sports. Football's what keeps Absolutely. college programs going. It's what keeps cable subscribers mm-hmm. subscribed to television. And they're just... And that's why you might say NFL over, like, say, NBA, NBA Any NFL, sport. I would say I they mean, cancel every other NHL. sport before, before football. And that right. football is... they. If they have to move it till November, which they will move it to November, as long mm. as fans can fucking be in the stadium. Pardon Perfect. my French. It's <laughs> great. All right, so Abbott's policies. What do we got on... Because these are being released tomorrow, right? Like, this is... We're about to, like, you know, make these predictions about what's happening tomorrow. The podcast will be um, released by, you know, the end of tonight. I mean... Certainly Shit, before eleven fifty nine, so you know what do you want to say about Abbott's policies, Rizzy? What do you think? Well, gonna Terry, happen? what's he gonna say? This is the big kind of golden moment, uh-huh. and uh, you know, one more time, pardon my French, but shit's gonna get real. Yeah, it, this is the moment where I'm gonna say that we have a lot of like you know knowledge on you know Texas government, and this is kind of where I'm gonna say that. Texas is going to do something bold. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say that they're going to be a trendsetter, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. In which direction, though? They're going to be the ones who are going to open up. And when I when I say y'all open up, I mean they're going to like be the ones to get as close to normalcy or at least try to right off the bat. And, you know, we can't predict relative success because I think we'll be one of the first states to do it. But... My first prediction is on May 4th, 2020, which is that Monday after, you know, the shelter-in-place restrictions are released that Friday. Mm -hmm. And Monday, May 4th, 2020, will be announced tomorrow that on that day that every restaurant, every restaurant... Which is chains, I believe, chain specific. Mm-hmm. I believe independent restaurants will be operate under a different framework. Mm-hmm. So every restaurant, gyms, bars, and I will say public parks, all nature preserves, any private land. Yeah, are- stuff outside. Yes. And even something like Six Flags will reopen. Mm-hmm. Amusement parks. Parks just in general. Water parks. Water parks, yes. Pools. Yeah, public pools, private pools. Yes, with, and all of these will be, all of these will operate under a modified framework, meaning between 50 to 60% of occupancy will not be taken. Right. That's just going to be the standard. There will be nothing that opens on a full, grandiose, you know, yeah, opening. 50 to 60% reduced occupancy. So occupancy would be limited to 40 or 50%. Yes. Okay. All right, making sure I'm getting that clear clearly. And then you're saying this will be um, Abbott announces that tomorrow, he announces tomorrow that yes. on Monday the 4th, 4th, this goes into effect. Yes. Okay, excellent. And we will say with that... Uh-huh. I'm going to take it, just my last prediction on here, 
and then I want you to take over Terry and kind of give some insight. But kind of my last big notion on this, I believe Abbott will say that social distancing will persist Uh until the rest of the year. The rest of the year. Yeah, social social distancing as a particular policy Policy or or as a movement. I would say he wants it as a policy. Okay, so social distancing policies described by reduced... Reduced movement, increased hygiene. Right, anything along those lines. And masks. I think masks will be required to be worn. And we would probably say with the purpose of fighting pandemics. Yes. Generally, if not specifically. (laughs) Yes, so Abbott, my prediction is Abbott announces tomorrow... Right. ...that along with having that May 4th date, that all... Social distancing measures being masks, albeit anything, you know, right. masks, hygiene, wet wipes, six feet apart, right. no groups of more than 10 people clustered, go on until, he says, minimum January 1st, 2021. Those aren't going to go away for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's a bold prediction, but I like it. I like it a lot. And that's all I really got for my predictions. <laughs> However, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> No, I have a lot, but all is in today. I was yeah. thinking uh, I was really churning the beans today, you know? I can tell. I mean, these are really well thought out. I mean, I'm sure our viewers can tell too, and that's, you know, just something that we appreciate you putting thought into. At least I know I do. I'll speak I, for anyone else. <laughs> I do too, Terry. I do too. So what's your last kind of prediction you have on policy? This is tough. And to be honest, I don't have something specific that I thought yet. And I was I was kind of hoping you could help me figure that out. Well, I kind of got one. I was thinking I want you to kind of work with this. Okay? okay, so hit me with this. And this is something I'd seen multiple reports of. Uh-huh. But I think there's going to be a mass event policy that is put in place. Meaning mass events not regulated by the government. So let's say concerts. Mm-hmm. Maybe large gatherings such as, like you said, outdoor worship or camp, summer camps. I think there could be a mass event policy enacted for the rest of the year or till November 1. Certainly through the summer, at least. Okay, so if we want to make that real clear then, I would say there's a prediction of um, no summer camps at all. Like, like summer camps are just not a thing in Texas. Um, all the way through... No summer camps slash sports camps. Yeah, no summer camps, no sports camps. Um, at least as far as, like, public camps. I mean, obviously, again, like, there might be... Or let's know, just say, let's take this a step further and just say no... people working no, no gatherings larger than 25. Yeah, I think that's... So there we go. A good population limit would be a good... Yeah. And, well, and certainly, okay, so thinking back to my camp experience, certainly not over um, 100... Um, but, I could see smaller groups, actually, um, of, you know, just like families going out and doing family activities. And some families are so, larger than others, right? So when would you say this prediction goes to? How long do you think the band goes to? All the way through August. All the way through August, for sure. There is no... But would you give a date of October 1 through our September 1? See, the problem is um, the weather gets real nice in texas 
right right when that season change hits so do you want to do a split so i would say i don't have a date in mind but you know that first we all know that for anyone in texas who's lived in texas knows that first week of the season change when it's been you know we've had record-setting highs it's been hot everyone's been enjoying the summer the tans are starting to get too tan you know that and then that first week when the cold front hits and you know everything is just really nice it's 60s in the mornings right consistently for three days in a row i would say is a good standard um for when that week is it's when we get that real nice weather that will be when it lifts um more or less within a week or two of that day that time it'll be back to normal well i'll give so you'll say from that cool first week or at least on its way to back maybe not yeah. you know well i'll full give capacity but no certainly I'll, like, I'll give i'll make i'll make a sub prediction and that i believe this ban of no summer camps or events uh-huh. of larger than 25 goes until september 1st or roughly around labor day but i'll go okay. september 1st okay well and that's great because i think you know it shows like you know, we don't always have the same time frames in mind. No. We don't. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But I think, you know, part of Perfect. that is you just, you can't. Yeah. You can't quantify. You can't always predict the future. You can no. just uh, estimate best. the best. Yeah. <laughs> and with all y'all, just keep in that, in that frame of context, keep doing y'all's best, keep surviving. And yeah, hey, keep fact checking us and letting us know how we're doing and check back this coming saturday before you know midnight and there will be a new episode up and i really hope y'all have a great week be safe and you know we're gonna keep getting through this and y'all have a blessed one